What's good, y'all? Uptown Tone back with the 444 Podcast here with my good friend, man, my brother, Twiz, man. What's good, boy? The 444. <laughs> I made it. He made it, man. He I finally made, made it. it. Yo, I'm I'm excited because, like I was telling him off mic, I finally got an Eagles fan, a true Eagles fan. I don't got to ask him a silly question like, so why, why, what made you become a fan of this team? You know what I'm saying? Um, Full disclaimer. I might say some shit that y'all might not like. <laughs> I really don't care. Just to let y'all know and get right. that out the way. Right. All right. Anyway, it's a perfect week to have Twiz on, man. A true, a true diehard Eagles fan because it's definitely Eagles Cowgirls week. Um, we ready, man. I'm definitely optimistic about this week. We got two defensive starters coming back, uh, and Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby on the corners where they are badly needed. Mm-hmm. Are they shut down corners? No. Are they better than Russell Butler and uh, I mean not Russell Russell Butler. Rest in peace, Russell Butler. Mm. Russell Douglas and um and Sidney Jones. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's that's what we need right now. I'm so disappointed in Sidney Jones. Man. Yeah, man. I think we all are, man. I mean, we took a chance on him, drafting him that high, and it was questions then. Um, the up the upside was definitely high. But just fighting through injuries, and then when he's out there, he's not looking like what he was supposed to yeah. be. It's just like I, watching him at Washington. I'm like, this is a shutdown corner. Right. I don't see none, none of that. that. I've, I don't even understand what was the, the 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 excitement was around him just from what I see on the field. I just want to say, man, I hope that Philadelphia has learned this lesson messing with them University of Washington players, man. Markel Fultz, Sidney Jones. I don't know what it is about the state of the state of Washington, man, but the, they they might be a little frail, man. Yo, Just a little frail. Folt still owe me a fee because <laughs> I caped for Folt so hard for the last twenty four months I, up until the last summer. <laughs> I really was out here in these streets defending you. I but. think I think to some point we all were, or in some in some way, shape, or form. If you wasn't in uh, in close quarters talking with fellow fans, where you could be. Uh, candid. If you were talking like, "What's going on with folks?" Oh man, and you had, and you felt, you almost felt like you had the cape. Had a defending, like, oh yeah, you know the free throw. Don't worry about the. Don't worry about the. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't you uh, just, you just know try some new shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come back. Don't worry. Nah, yo man, that but any, still goofy. Yeah, but anyway, um, so week six, we can talk about week six in the NFL. Um, week six was a good one. Uh, we got scores out here. Uh, Panthers beat the Bucks. 37-26. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has been going yeah. off. Yeah. Off this year. Off this year. <laughs> Fantasy, real life, however you slice it, this boy is like... Shout out to the white running backs. Yeah, man. and Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, <laughs> Kyle Allen is 4-0. Yo, they talking about Cam. I mean, hey, this is no outlandish, hey. but trade Cam. Trade Cam. Or at least a, a question is... Uh, when he when he is healthy, do you do you just slide Cam in or do you ride do you ride with Kyle Allen they're, until they're he loses? In the, uh, they're in the Foles Wentz predicament right, right now to an right, extent, which right. is crazy to Fol- say. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Last year, last week we actually asked the question if Gardner Minshew was pulling the Foles on Foles. I don't know, but he did play against the, the New England last week. But you know what I mean? Yeah, Foles got that bag too. They can't yeah. give up on Foles after just giving him like all that, bro. Right. Well, Christian McCaffrey with um a, a rushing touchdown, yeah. receiving touchdown. Like I said, Kyle Allen he rolls. Uh, Jameis and them got cooled off after that hot game in L.A. Shout uh, out to Famous crazy. Jameis with the five picks killing me on fantasy. Yeah, fam- right after the after the after the crazy game against the Rams. I don't understand. I, that's another one that what was he number two pick? Yeah, number two pick. Him and Mariota, like right. that's the some of the 
ass quarterbacks out yeah, there right Jameis now. Jameis been up and down, though. Jameis been up and yeah, down. that's for sure. Uh, Redskins in the shit bowl. Redskins versus the Dolphins. The bowl. 17-16. Uh, Redskins uh, were triumphant in that one. The Dolphins' uh, losing streak continues. The tank rolls. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for that black man that's coaching that team. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Brian Flores. Right, man. right. I don't even know his name. That's a black man out there gotten to deal with all that fucking Miami shit. Right, right, right. Uh, Saints and Jaguars, um, 13-6. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater rolling over there in New Orleans, man. But... Uh, he was over there. I remember, I remember he was a free. I don't know was was it last summer he was a free agent. I think so. A couple teams gave him a couple offers, and I think he chose to stay in New Orleans to learn under Drew Brees and hopefully kind of yeah. maybe take the reins. Um, so far so good. I don't think that's a bad idea over there. You look all right, man. I always yeah. did like Teddy Bridgewater. It's good to see him back and uh, being successful. Teddy that. two gloves. Yeah, Teddy yeah. two gloves. He out there with the white gloves. He out there like Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking with Teddy out New Orleans. Shout out to right. Teddy. Um, the Ravens edged over the uh, the Bengals 23-17. Lamar Jackson went nuts. I think he was the first quarterback to run for 235 uh to run for 200 and 150 in the game. It was was it this was that this game? Yeah. Lamar Jackson outside of any Eagle is my favorite NFL player out yeah. there right now. Yeah. Uh he threw for 236, ran for 152. I think he was the uh the first quarterback to run for 200 to throw for 200 and run for 150. In the same game, man. running for one. That's Madden stuff. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad shit, dog. Like, that's wild. That's you know what I mean. That's I got these two play. I got my one pass play that I got, and I got my quarterback. You know what I mean? That's that's straight mad, I'm man. Giving you one fifty from a QB the, spot, y'all pissed. The, the way I don't know if it's the rule changes or what, but just the way that the the the, the real game is becoming real video game, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say basketball and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't play FIFA or watch soccer, but I imagine maybe the same thing is happening there. But Very just, true. Very true. Just I know the goals probably are going up. Scoring is at a premium just in 2019. Just down nature of the games and just of the every, action. Yeah, of every game. The highlight for real, yeah. too. Absolutely. It's getting real crazy. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, uh, they beat the Browns 32-28. Wait, the Browns was the most overhyped team going into the NFL, and I never understood why. Cleveland. Baker Mayfield is the most great white hype story that you ever going to find out there, and he looking suspect. And Odell, I don't – like, he barely plays, it seems like. So, yeah, I can't – shout out to the Browns for still being the Browns out there. Yeah, I mean, Russ is putting up MVP numbers, 23 for 33, 295, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson, 24 for uh, 24 carries for 124 yards. And then you got Tyler Lockett, like I, uh, like I was telling you about, uh, and uh, uh, off the mic, um, DK Metcalf, yeah. who's having a very solid uh, rookie season over yeah, there, true. playing with uh, Russell Wilson. Shout um, out to Tyler Lockett, slid right into that Doug. Did he ever? He had a crazy touchdown uh, the other week, too. Paying them fantasy dividends for the kids. Shout yeah. out to you. Baker Mayfield, 22 for 37, 249 and a touchdown, but three t- three interceptions again. He's uh, just throwing it away over there. Nick Chubb is having a good season, 20 for 122. I like Nick Chubb. Odell, 6 for 101. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know what's going on over there in Believe Land, but I was, like I've been saying to everybody who we, who we talk about, uh, my man Chris said they are called the mistake by the lake. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very fitting. Very fitting. Um I just I just think it's a lot more than just sports. Even for the Cavs, when before LeBron went and won that championship, you're just fighting a lot more than the team you're playing against. Like yeah. every week, it's like when they say it's just such a storied franchise of individual players and individual success. But when it comes to team success and just winning them championships, they just it just 
evades them. And they got a lot on their team, which is crazy. Like, they have a lot of talent on their team. So, the fact that they can't even put it together still, it's just like, damn, what's going on? Right. Um, Who else we got? Uh, We lost 38-20 to the Vikings last week. Tough, tough, tough loss. Uh, We'll get into us um, after after I get through all the scores. Uh, uh, Texans beat the Chiefs 31-24 last week. Man, Deshaun Watson is uh, showing me some things out there this season, man. 30 for 42, 280, one touchdown, two picks. But finds ways to win. He's a he's a gambler in 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 those plays. He he does have turnovers, yeah, uh, here and there. But something about this kid is just a winner, man. He finds ways to win, edge it out, and at the end of the day, that's what it's about, regardless of the stats and the numbers. He knows how to make the play when it needs to be made, and he got a damn good receiver out there. Absolutely. Um, uh, Pat Mahomes. Uh, last week, this is last week because at the time of recording, he has played this week. Uh, we'll get into that too. But uh, nineteen for thirty-five, two seventy-three, three touchdowns, just going nuts out there. Uh, the running back situation over in in, in Kansas City is uh, I, is partly to uh, I would say um, not blame, but not having Kareem Hunt is really showing. You, mm. you really see what Kareem Hunt brought to the table over there in Kansas mm. City, and not having him, they're trying to figure it out with Shady, with uh, Williams and Thomas and um, Shady decline has just been that's hit me hard. I mean, Shady is like football AI man. Damn. He won't. He just. Not won't as if, but he's still carrying that ball real shady. Like yeah, he's just yeah. still real loose, loose with his game, man. I really thought when he came about a Buffalo, I'm like, okay, this is this is gonna be a great move. And the fact that he's not even really able to just take ownership of that that number one spot is like over the two young boys, yeah, right? That's man. wild. Because they not leaps and it's nothing that they do. It's not even <laughs> that, it's not even and not even their speed yeah. is like blazingly faster than shady. But it's yeah, like it's a testament to shady performance. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, who else did we have last week? We had uh, the Falcons and the Cardinals, uh, one-point game. Kyler Murray uh, gets his second win as an uh, NFL starter. Coming along. Coming along. I like Kyler Murray over yeah. there. Man, I had some questions about him. Um, me, naturally, I always say go for the money, and yeah. I just knew that the money would be there in baseball. But, I mean, as I like, I was just telling you about my kid. My kid is a natural basketball player. He loves basketball, but he's playing football now. Just to see the excitement that he has just playing. It's something about football, man, and – if given the chance to play on that level, I'm seeing like you really just can't pass it up. And right. I mean, right, and he playing the right position. He's playing the right too. position, and he's good. He's actually yeah. good. Um, I, I don't think the height is going to be a factor. Um, he's going to be more That's of that. A little motherfucker. It is. He's little. Uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is little, not that little, but I think that. Um, I don't know. Just to speak more to how these professional sports is more video game. Like I don't. I, I think height and weight. And um, traditional, yeah. uh, uh, just um, roles yeah. and 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 stati- and and and, and uh, uh, attributes that we yeah. give to players. I think that's changing. Tariq Hill is a, Tariq Hill is quickly, yeah. fastly to me emerging uh, as the best receiver right. in the league, and he's not six four, six three, six two, two twenty. He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Traditional go up and get it, even though last week we see you could throw it to him and he's gonna go up and get it. But I just right. think that the player and what we what we know to be these players in these positions is just changing, man. What you think about that? I mean, it's definitely not any type of prototype anymore right. like it used to be. Right. Like the prototype right. quarterback used to be the six five Peyton Manning type of structure. I don't move outside of this circle. 
you know, as we keep evolving in the game, you're going to see these quarterbacks that have all these athletic skills, but then they don't necessarily have that frame to, to match to the typical quarterback. And the same thing, like you said, with wide receivers, even with tight ends, you know, Zach Ertz is a, is a wide receiver, you know what I'm saying? But he plays the tight end position. So right. it's just all about how athletic you could be in that position. Right. Um, all right. So who else we had? Uh, shouts out to Kyler Murray over there, man. Um, yeah. I saw a clip on um, Instagram where Larry Fitzgerald was talking to uh, Kyler Murray and he was telling Kyler Murray, like, you see number 11 over there on the other team? Yeah. Best I ever seen. Julio, man. Julio is, man. Um, Julio's a beast. Yeah, people talk about his, uh, I mean, some seasons his, uh, his inconsistency with touchdowns, but touchdowns aside. Like That's just, Matt Ryan fault. Yeah, That's like me. touchdowns aside. Yeah, I don't think touchdowns is, can solely be on, because somebody has, as a receiver, somebody has to throw it. It's not like you're a running <laughs> yeah, back, right. you got to run in there yourself. But, right, right, right. And even then you need help, but. Um, he got all the attributes you need. Oh my God! Like as far as just getting the yards, getting he can turn just turn himself from a possession receiver into the deep ball guy, into the go up and get like just so many different ways, so many different things mm-hmm. he brings to the table as a receiver. He like, blocks. What, what receiver would you take over <laughs> if you start in your own team? What receiver are you taking over, Julio Jones? Don't know. Don't know. The only one I could even think of would probably be DeAndre out in Houston. But that's that's a, a toss up, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that. I'm taking uh Julio. Uh, yeah. I mean if you ask me right now and put a gun in my head, I'm gonna probably take, take Julio. Julio over DeAndre for sure. I think, yeah. 49ers and Rams. 49ers twenty to seven over the Rams. 49ers proving that they're real, man. That defense is crazy over there. They got Gucci Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci. Gucci is over there rolling, dog. Um twenty four for thirty three, two forty three, no touchdowns and a pick, but just game management wise and just um, they got good runners over there too. They got Matt Breida and Tevin uh, Tevin Coleman over there. So they the opposite of the Browns for me. Like I, I they came in with a lot of expectations of people thinking that this might be the season. I was like, nah, it ain't. Right. They the Forty Niners and they definitely living up to expectations. The defense is real. Yeah, the defense is real, and George Kittle is definitely real too. Yeah, so that helps. Um, baby Brady out there. That's crazy. Baby Brady is out there, man. <laughs> uh, Broncos shut out the Titans, sixteen to nothing last week. Uh, and nothing really much to talk about there. That's, those a, two that's another bumble. Another bumble. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jets beat the Cowboys twenty four twenty two last week. Uh, Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowgirls? Like I said, we are gonna get into them really in depth with them. Uh, you lost to the Jets. That's to the Jets, man. Say. To the Jets. Sam Darnold back off of mono. <laughs> Let them have off the, it, fresh off the mono. Fresh off the mono, yeah. Hey, you get beat by a nigga that's fresh off a of mono. You got to reevaluate your season. Right, yo, right, right. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Dak Prescott, 28 for 40, 278. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Zeke, Zeke, uh, he had 28 for 105, but... Um, that's an underwhelming 105. Yeah, it definitely was. Amari Cooper uh, uh, got injured in that game also, I believe. Um mm. He did get injured in that game. He definitely got injured in that game. Uh, Yeah, not really much to talk about. The Cowboys lost to the Jets, a team that we blew out. Cowboys, you know, we see them this week. Uh, Sam Darnold, 23 for 32, 338, two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Le'Veon, a rushing touchdown, 14 for 50. Uh, You know he was in the passing game. Uh, He wasn't actually in the passing game, one for three. How you you lose a game to the Jets where Le'Veon's not even in the passing game and runs for 50 yards? Crazy. Robbie Anderson, that's how. Who's the best running back in the league this year so far? I can't. T- uh, let me let me think about it. 
Cause it's it's not a clear. It's I mean, clear, it's, it's definitely. Uh, I'm tripping. It's got to be McCaffrey. McCaffrey's like the MVP. Yeah, out here. yeah, yeah, yeah. If we Damn. talking about, we, but McCaffrey, I, I'm not not gonna say it's not fair, but he's definitely. I feel like to me, he's on another level because he, he's like, he's like Westbrook for us back in like '03, '04, yo. Like they give that. Like he getting the ball every play. Did like, Ma- did McCaffrey <laughs> did he break the color barrier for the running backs? Are we now going to see white running backs coming to the NFL? I don't know. McCaffrey is definitely a son <laughs> of a, a the son of an NFL great though. Because I definitely wouldn't expect the Christian McCaffrey to come in looking like this. I yo. definitely wasn't. He was I definitely getting, wasn't. He was I seen him doing that. Stan- yeah, yeah I seen him. It's looking like Stanford every week. Like Stanford, <laughs> he was going crazy. He was going last crazy week. last week. He definitely was. <laughs> The one John when he uh when he when he when he bounced off the one boy, yeah. I said, man, this boy's he's he's he unbelievable. He got moves. I can't say that bad about Christopher McCaffrey. Shout out to you, boy. He's the son <laughs> of an NFL great. Shout out to Ed McCaffrey. He was on those Denver Broncos uh Super Bowl teams with John Elway. Shout and out to Ed. Shout out to the, shout out to the sons of all all, yeah, the, all, all the people yeah. that I used to watch when I was a young boy. Now y'all making yeah. me feel super old, man. Yeah, shout second second generation, third generation <laughs> NFL stars. Ed McCaffrey that was out there, Mile High Salute, and I remember you. Right. Um. Stillers uh, beat the Chargers 24-17. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he came back, uh, played. Um, um, just looked r- real pedestrian to me. Yeah. Uh, him and Eckler both. Um, that always got. I feel like that's that's always a weird thing, right? When you gotta uh, come back to a team after not being with that team for like what what six weeks now at this point, right? And then right. you just gotta jump back in there like. I don't know, man. It's gonna take him a while to get back in the groove with that. Right. Um, yeah, man, I got Eckler on my fantasy team. That I don't know what's going on with Melvin Gordon, but I hope he don't do good so Eckler can get off. Um mm-hmm. Who else we got? Uh and then the Lions beat the Packers on Monday night football. I mean uh, the Packers beat the Lions, excuse me, on Monday night football. Um Yeah. On kind of on some BS too. It, it, the game was I mean, the Lions are two, two and one. I feel like the team that has the tie on their record, their games are always on some BS. Two, like two and one is a nasty it's a, record. It's a nasty record, yo. And <laughs> two, you make two and one. And that's straight if you notice, or because you, or if you watch Red Zone and you see all of the games that they're in, they make the game real nasty with that. You're so neutral. Yeah, at two, so, two and one, man. You know what I mean? Packers um, five and one, but who gave them that one loss? We ain't gonna talk about. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. We talked about that when it happened. We was actually, I actually recorded during that game. Um, that was a good game but yeah. uh we're gonna take a short break and then when we come back we're gonna get into eagles cowboys for the week man all right now we get to see what this week coming up yeah man 444 podcast we back um week seven preview man uh at the time of recording this uh saturday um eagles cowgirls eve so uh the chiefs and the broncos have already played this week uh as y'all probably saw patrick mahomes got injured oh chiefs win 36 matter of fact um, as y'all saw, Patrick Mahomes got injured in like what was that the first quarter? I think it was. It was a little bit later, in, maybe into the first, second quarter. First, second there. quarter. I know it was the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first. He got it was early yeah. enough. I mean, the Joker still ten for eleven for seventy six yards in a 10 bucket. 11. 76 <laughs> yards in a in a bucket. Like uh, that boy, something else. The man curse is real. It's very real. The man curse is real. That's one thing that we could take away from there. Mm. Um, it's yeah. time to have a conversation about John Elway out there in Denver too, man. Um, yeah. Um, yo, one thing I will say is Flacco. Mm. He looked 
so lethargic, apathetic, uninspired. Yo, I, the announcer even said, like, after, because it, it was getting bad. Mm-hmm. Like, they they went three and out, like, seven times in a row. Six points. Yo, like, seven times in a row. It was a, it was to a point, because I'm in the bed watching a game. The announcer said, so we'll see if they'll go with, and I don't know what the backup's name is. Is it such and such, or yeah. they're going to go with Joe Flacco? So the camera panned over. Uh, Chiefs was punting the ball. So it panned over to the offense coming to the sideline, getting ready to go on. And Flacco was over there right behind mm-hmm. the offensive line. And the announcer said, well, I guess it's going to be Flacco. Said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, damn, the announcer not supposed to show yeah, that. out there again. Like, you're even pissing the announcer off. So, and, this, yeah. and, and, and that's why I say it's time to have talk a conversation. About, uh, yeah, John because Elway. John Elway, who is Hall of Fame quarterback, right. Mr. Super Bowl winning quarterback, right. has not been able to find a quarterback mm-hmm. in all the years that he's been out in Denver. And that's a problem. It's a big problem. That's what what you supposed to know how to do. You supposed to know how to find a quarterback. You got a actually you got a good team. You got a good couple running backs. You got some. You got Sutton out there. You got Sanders out there. You got to find a quarterback. So, out when, there, you, bro. so Defense. when you so when you say find the quarterback, you mean draft the quarterback because yeah, you're not absolutely. you're not counting Peyton because Peyton sure. was Peyton is who he is. And and even beyond that, I mean, I know we could beat this horse over and over again, but I mean, when you got people like Colin Kaepernick that was out there, like right. the fact that. Y'all will cut your nose to spite your face because y'all keep giving these subpar quarterbacks opportunities right. and you right. have a, a quarterback that is a known commodity that could win. Right. And it's like you keep overlooking him. Right. Yeah, that don't make no sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> but we know what, that, what we that's We know what about. that's about. Yeah, but but for people like you said, if you're supposed to be the quarterback guy, if you're yeah. supposed to be John Elway, one of the NFL greats, um, I mean, it's I mean, logical thinking let, tells us that you should you should see a good right. quarterback before we should, or before uh, a lot of people should, and that's just not the case. I mean, I mean, I mean a lot of a lot of ex players don't turn out to be good executives. Very true. And um, a lot of them go off of a name, go off of a reputation. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, um, which is crazy because that just show you the the old boys club of it. Like, all right, yeah. you're just a good quarterback. You just can come run a team, like, and that's like, nah, that's, that's yo. Some nothing. of these jokers that they get the keys <laughs> to the team too. Like, like John Elway, they give you the keys and you ain't that shit. You really got an okay team. You just can't put together the right pieces to make right. it work. All right, man. So week seven of the NFL, yeah. um, uh, stuff is heating up, man. Teams are shaping up to be who they're going to be. The games are getting a little bit tougher. Uh. Uh, so we'll get into it. Um, we got the Raiders, the one o'clock games. We got uh, the Raiders and the Packers. Uh, I definitely got the Packers in that game. I uh, definitely got the Packers. Yeah, uh, Raiders. Although the Raiders, good. yeah, they, the I mean, Raiders they won, playing I think okay. they won the last two. I just got the. I just don't. I just don't see them beating the Packers. I don't think it's a blowout, or I. Th- I don't think it's a, you know, anything of that nature. But I do got the Packers beating the Raiders. Yeah, I got the Packers in that game. Falcons and Rams. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Rams. I think the Falcons can get the Rams. I don't think the Rams are having a good season. They do have a newly signed Jalen Ramsey coming over there, um, but I, I think this is I think this is a week they they've been on the slide. The defense hasn't been what it's been. The offense hasn't been what it's been. I think the uh, Rams are in a situation where they're trying to find themselves right now, and I think the Falcons are in desperate need of a win. I think they've lost some close ones. They've been right there. They haven't um, been able to close them out, finish them out. I think this is a game that is possible for them to win, mm-hmm. um, but they will have to close it out. Uh, this is definitely to me a must win. I mean, they're one in five, so every game is damn near a must win at this point for them. But if they got any hopes of salvaging a season and they're back at home in Atlanta, they can't lose to the Rams. So yeah. you know, with that being said, I will pick Atlanta. You know, because Ryan is still out there putting up numbers, but 
at the same time, they won in five. Their record, they are who they yeah. are. So and it we'll seemed see. like the Rams, not Gamble getting Jalen Ramsey, but mm-hmm. it looks like, I mean, they had a scheme. They were over there. They uh, traded Marcus Peters to the Ravens. Marcus Peters is a guy I mm-hmm. like. He said, I think we ain't done yet. <laughs> Marcus Marcus Peters is the type of niggas that I mess with because that, that he's a representation of somebody like me. Like yeah, he's out real, there just yo, he real whatever. Oakland. I seen him. Right. I seen him out there with BB right. out there with Beast Mode. Beast Mode is OG. I be seeing him out there with Beast. Uh, I used to see him. We gonna there have a little gumbo. We gonna have a little gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a little gumbo. But Marcus Peters is definitely real Oakland man, and that's that's just being out there for three years and living out yeah. there for three years. I know what that means. And right. I, I understand why he is the way he is. Um, but I think that he was in a situation where they was trying to play zone out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think he's that guy to play yeah. zone, but he's also not that shut down corner. He needs to be with a team that'll try to get him or allow him to be that. I think the Ravens is a good fit for him. And I think that Jalen Ramsey, uh, who is somewhat proven, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, giving you shut down, corner capability and begging to do that. Mm-hmm. I think at this juncture in the road, the Rams said to themselves, hey, we already got Aaron Donald going crazy on this line. We might as well get us a guy to go crazy in that yeah. in that in that back in that in that defensive backfield and go and go for broke right now. That's the scheme the... that we running is not is not working. Yeah. We gotta go shut this shut this half of the field down. Yeah. You pressure the quarterback, everybody else fall in line, man. That's what it's looking like. That's that's one of them deals to me that everybody won. You know, like Baltimore, they got a, a, a good cornerback and you match him up with somebody like Earl Thomas. And then you put Jalen Ramsey out there in LA and now you right. give Jacksonville them picks. I mean right. everybody can they can walk away feeling like they, they did something better for their team. I, I I agree. I definitely agree. Um that being said, uh yeah, I definitely think the Fal I, I I got the Falcons winning that game. I just I I've I've been watching um the Rams and just seeing what they got going on. I don't know. Um some yeah. weeks they got it on, some weeks they don't. And I still don't believe in Jared Goff. I, I don't. don't, no, I, don't. Can't I think that's me. ultimately what it is. Yeah. I don't I think that's ultimately what I don't it trust is. And Matt Ryan is proven. He's just, like I said, has to put it all together on all sides of the ball. Yeah. Uh, 49ers, Redskins. I definitely got the 49ers in that game going 6 and 0. Um, Absolutely. The defense is just too good. Uh, I think the offense is definitely good, too. That run game is good. And they got a couple of receivers over there that are mm-hmm. emerging. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Gucci Garoppolo showing those. Uh, Gucci Garoppolo. Gucci Garoppolo showing that he learned something over there being in the locker room with uh, uh, TB12. Right. Um, yeah, I, I like the 49ers in that game. We got the Texans and the Colts. Um, when you look at it, when you look at the. When I'm just, just me looking at it saying Texans, Colts tomorrow at 1 p.m., I jumps out. I want the, the Texans jump off the paper, but the Colts are not a bad football That's a team. Game. The Colts have beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Brissett, we talk about people being in that locker room with TB12. Jacoby mm. Brissett was also on that New England team over there uh, with Gucci Garoppolo and uh, TB12. And he mm. has been having himself an okay season over there in the midst of mm. the Andrew Luck drama and just um, the Colts trying to return to prominence yeah. uh, after Peyton. I, he has not been doing a bad job at all. I'm always going to root for a black quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh Thoughts? You got to watch uh, the Colts out there. Frank Reich is out there. He's the offensive coordinator of the Super Bowl champion Eagles. 
You got Frank, Frankie, baby. You got a white. You got a lot of the creativity. He <laughs> he took does. that with him. He does. You got Brissett out there. You got Ty out there at wide receiver. You got Marlon Mack at running back. You got a, a defense that's coming up. Right. That's a team that everybody thought was going to just be, you know, on their backs when Andrew Luck went down. But right. as you can see, they keep fighting. And I, I mean, I can't give it to Houston. This is a home game. Right. For Indiana, this is a, this is a divisional game. Three and two versus four and two. And what I will say is, I see a close game. I see <laughs> for a close sure. game. Yeah, I see it's a gonna close be a game for sure. I think I think that the Colts will get them. I think the Colts will get them because I think that for them, once they get a lead, they they show that they can they can secure it. They got a good running game. In close games, my barometer or usually my push to choose is the is the black quarterback. But we got two of them <laughs> going against each other, so I gotta choose. Which is a rarity in itself. So shout out to that. Shout out to that. So because you're choosing the Colts, I'm going to go with the Texans. I think that Sean Watson. Um, I think Deshaun Watson edges it out. I think he gets – I think he adds one more game winning. Yeah. I will say that. I will say it's going to be under pressure. It's going to be under duress. I don't think it's an easy win. Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson uh, 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 pulls it out in, on, on, on some Deshaun Watson shit. It, like might, just, it might be one of them who who got the ball last time. Yeah, and I think I think he ends up with it, and I think yeah. he does some Deshaun, Jackson, uh, Deshaun Watson shit. For sure. Um. Vikings and Lions, another game. The Lions, on paper, when you look at it, you see uh, the Vikings won their last two. Is Kirk Cousins back? Uh, his wide receivers criticized him in two games in a row. He first he hooked up Adam Thielen with a crazy game, then he yeah. hooked up Stephon Diggs with a crazy game after yeah. us. Um, you say the Vikings, but the Lions are like we just said. The Lions two two and one. That nasty record, they got a tendency to nasty the game yeah. up, muck it, muck it up, as they say in football. I don't like neither one. I don't like you don't. Really. It's a, not a game, that, and that's exactly what because I'm because they at. both can <laughs> shit the bed when it comes down to it. But I'm gonna go with the Vikings because they have been riding a little bit of a high streak. But I wouldn't be surprised if Matthew Stafford threw 350 and bombed the, there. That's the thing. He's so hot and cold. <laughs> you know. He's so X factorish. He's so yeah. um. I, and I think it's just, and it's not, I, I, I don't blame it all on him. He's living in a post-Megatron world that, who who expected Megatron to retire after nine seasons? True. Like, I, and then and that ninth season, it was like, oh, you, you thought that that's what, that was the peak. Like, he had better to yeah. go. Like, he, Matt, had, he had more to give. Matt Stafford may be one of the most celebrated quarterbacks that ain't never did shit in, like, reality. <laughs> Like, he got a lot of money. He got a lot of stats. A lot. A of, lot of that was from, and a lot of that and, was from Megatron. And he ain't got nothing like a value to show for it. But that's the game right now, apparently. But at the end of the day, I still think that Matt Matt Stafford is a dangerous NFL player any given Sunday. Like that's Very why you, the term the term is any given Sunday. <laughs> he liked the he liked the updated Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just Phillip, get your stats, and, but I ain't go with them. But Pete, but Pete, <laughs> Philip was good enough to hold the the boat on his own that he finally got an okay team. It's just now they the ones walling. Melvin yeah. Gordon holding out. Yeah. Um, he trying they trying to figure out their identity. Are we a pass team? Are we a run team? Mm -hmm. It ain't you. For once, you can say it ain't Philip. It yeah. ain't him. Yeah, that's it's true. It's been a lot of years. He's done with a lot of scrutiny. A lot of, and he's been right there for it. That's true. So, and that's why you know what I mean. I say, um, but I, I think, um. The Vikings win, and I'll say because they have a defined run game. Yeah. Dalvin Cook been rolling this year. Um, One of my favorite running backs. Absolutely, absolutely. Just uh, just goes to show you, like like we were saying earlier, how the game gets video gamish. You got you got teams that want to pass the ball, put it in the air 50 times a game. Right. Uh, quarterbacks trying to throw for 400, 500 yards a game, three-plus right. touchdowns. And a game where that's happening a, a lot, 
you got a team who says, you know what? Um, we're going to keep it true. We're going to run to pass. We're going to run to pass. I love the old school. Man. I love it too. Yeah. Because it keeps the defense honest. You gotta when run you the ball. got a running back that can get it to it, and I always at least four. And we're, we're about to we we a half an hour into the show. We're about to get into heavy Eagles talk. <laughs> you know I'm about to get my yeah, because we get my bag about why we not running the ball. Dog, I've been on here and I've been saying <laughs> this every week. I'm so glad that I have my own podcast because I can tell people go listen to the tapes. I've been saying we started a week before, yeah. uh, because we did a preview of the NFL. Just like look how we gonna do the NBA preview coming up on Monday. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug. But anyway, hmm. we did the NFL preview. We've been a week before, and I've been saying. Before we even took the field, Twist, yeah. hey, man, we got us a boy. When we was in Cali, P, he, he uh, uh, ex- explained um, Jordan Howard as your Madden, the, the guy you get when you when you buy Madden and you do the franchise mode or you do the, the my player mode, whatever it is in right, Madden, right. and you get your guy, right. and before he has any elusiveness, <laughs> trucking power, you get this generic back that can just get you four. That's Jordan Howard. And I, of dust. and I don't know why Doug doesn't see that or refuses to see that. I don't know if, I'm, I'm why Deuce a, is not going crazy. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a mathematician But either, I know though. that four times three is 12. <laughs> and I know that that's usually your first down because you only, you only need, need 10. 10. Right. And he gonna fall for it, and, and and I hate when we running the, that up and down. Listen, you got a lot of a lot of weight up in that front line. Make them work. Right. Rumble that ground. Run the ball, Doug. Right. But we can get into that. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah. All right. So look, <laughs> so look. I like I like the Vikings over the Lions Absolutely. because of the run game. Absolutely. Um, Jaguars, Bengals. Um, this might be the third. I don't want to call. Nah, Jaguars are gonna beat the Bengals. This is a bumble. It's a bumble. Um, no Jalen Ramsey for the Shout Jaguars. The Bengals is 6 That's crazy. That's oh, that's crazy. Yeah, um, Jag- Jaguars over there. They gonna get that win. Cardinals and Giants. This would be presumed to be a bumble, but I think, in my opinion, and I could be out here on this ledge by myself. Um, these are two emerging teams. Yeah, maybe not for this season. Yeah, but I like what I've seen out of Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley's already over there. Evan Ingram gets it popping over there. Um. They're gonna get some. Um, they're gonna get some wide receivers. They're gonna get something out of the draft or whatever. But yeah. I think that this is a this is a uh, what I will call a game a game of the future. This is definitely not a bumble for all the reasons that you said. Like yeah. they, they got talent on their teams. They're just young. Um, if we're yeah. talking about winning this game, is Saquon playing? I think he is. I think yes, yes, yes. He he was ready. He said he was ready to go last week. They kept him out to be safe. He's for okay. sure going this week. Saquon is playing this week. So, Saquon playing this week, I think that that would give me the edge because now you got Daniel Jones and Saquon right. out there really right. rocking. Like and Evan, I think Evan Ingram is playing this week, too. Yeah, so I, I think the Giants got that. But even though it pains me to say, I think the Giants got it. I like the young guy, Kyler Murray, to get his third win. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a contrarian. Win. When you pick another team, I don't, I don't – I hate when I watch the NFL shows and it be like four <laughs> people pick. Yeah. I don't care. I'll okay. go out on the ledge. I'll go out on the ledge. Um – because, listen, I, I'd rather have the Cardinals win, if be honest. <laughs> but I think the Giants are going to win. Right. Dolphins and Bills. Bills will win that when they're coming off of a bye. I think the Bills are legit. Their defense gave uh, New England a run for their money. Will the Bills go 0-16? You mean the, you mean the Dolphins? I'm sorry. Will the Dolphins go 0-16? Yeah, the Stay Dolphins. Tuned. What? A, and June brought this up. I was on the shout-out to my man June. Yeah. Uh, he was on the, on the podcast like week two. 
He said that the, he he is the one who, because he's a Dolphins fan, yeah. told me he's a Dolphins fan because June is originally, he's Dominican. So he shout, was born, shout out to you, June, for being a Dolphins fan. <laughs> he, he Stay strong born, with that. He was born in the Dominican Republic. His The first place he lived was Miami. Okay. So he chose the Dolphins with the, with Miami residents. I, I respect that. I re, me too. You are from you, you were in Miami. Yes. He said it was. He fan. said so. I was in Florida. He yeah. said I had the Bucks. Right. The Dolphins. Who's the other Florida team down there? Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. He said Dan Marino's still playing. I'm a Dolphins fan, but yeah, uh, close to the I say all that to say June told me uh, early when he was on the podcast the Dolphins are tanking. Yeah, they are tank. tanking. We might be seeing our first legit football tank. That, our yeah. first legit. I mean, I know teams probably have tried it to a tune, but this might be the first legit football tank. That's I think Washington true. might be in that in that in that race soon. If do you, not already. Do you, think, do you think tanking in football can work? Yeah, I'm not because football is is fixed. Okay. If you're the worst team, you get the first pick. It's no lottery. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now the rest of it is de- is dependent upon. Now football is seven rounds right. of. Talent because so it's saying, not guaranteed because because that's why I'm going coming in with that because right they did have a top pick and they chose Tannehill you see what I'm saying like so I, <laughs> you, and that's that's a valid point that's a valid point you know what I'm saying and like, I, so I will say that I better get it right so I will say yeah I will say it, I will say it can be yeah but I feel like all all chips have to fall. I feel like, yes, you have to, one, just because in football, like I said, there's no lottery and the last team is guaranteed the first yeah, pick. True. You you know you're getting the first pick. They do pick. work in that regard. It's, I allude to what I say yeah. about the Eagles and our scouts. Now it's upon your scouts to know yeah. that they're picking talent that's good because like you said, and like I said, like they used, they used the top pick to pick Tannehill one year. Football is seven rounds. <laughs> you can find first-round talent. In the fifth round and in the NFL draft, it's been done. Yeah. Tom Brady is a six-round draft pick, and, and that's where I'm saying where the tanking in football is not as crucial because in a sport like basketball, where you only have two, two rounds, rounds, right? Then it really makes it that much more impactful. Absolutely, that first-round pick, yeah, you can get that number one, but everything beyond that, you it's, really got to yeah, you really got to know what you're doing, and that shouldn't matter. That number yeah, one it pick, does. you can ace that, but if you don't ace two of the next. Five picks. You could, you could, you ain't gonna be shit still. <laughs> still, still, still. <laughs> so, so I agree. Yeah. So I say it has a possibility to work in football. It's harder. It's yeah. trickier. Yeah. But I think if you have um the the know how to do it, I think that you can do it. And I think that a lot of that comes with in in football. I think it comes with story franchises. I think. I don't. I don't see them doing another Tannehill. Yeah. They historically went in that position. They historically draft okay. I mean, I'm sure their fans are probably great with that. But I've seen them draft Ricky Williams. I've seen them draft, uh, um, um, Dan Marino. I've right. seen them draft some players over there. In, in I'm Miami. rooting for everybody that's black. Shout out to Brian Flores. I shout hope. Out to, you, I hope out, y'all flip Shout out to Wale. Shout yeah. out to Wale. Sumi. Sumi intro. Absolutely. Sumi. I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Absolutely. You know I hope Miami turning around so we can get another black coach out here doing mm-hmm. some big things, man. Because they setting them up for failure. First Absolutely. Year tanking. That's crazy. But we say all that to say that we got the Bills beating the Dolphins. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a layup. Ravens, Seahawks. This is a good matchup. That's a damn good matchup. I like this matchup. I like Russell Wilson versus who, who's who's home in that game. Versus Lamar Jackson. Let's see. 
Yeah, we playing that Century Link. That's Seattle. That's a tough place to travel to. Uh, yeah, twelve man's in the building. That's a that's a tough trip from East Coast all the way up to Seattle, Washington, from you, Baltimore. You gotta highlight the twelve man up there for sure. And Russ, he gets he gets it done. He so I'm done. I'm gonna go with Seattle in that one. Um, I'm I'm definitely going with Seattle in that one as Russ continues his MVP campaign. But I, I, this is definitely another close one because the young yeah. fellow Lamar Jackson is showing me some things. If he wins, if they go out there and win this game. You could put them in the, in the Super Bowl contender because I feel like yeah they got some pieces. that's a statement game right they there. Got, they're, they're okay, so off right off the bat they're Baltimore, so they got a solid defense. For is, sure. it, is it a Baltimore defense of the past? No, they have historical defense for sure. So it's not a it's not a historical defense, they got but some, it's a solid defense. They, they got they got players at every level though. That's one. Right now you add the dynamic of actually having some offense with that defense. You got a Lamar Jackson at quarterback, a and, dynamic. He and just don't threw for two hundred. Mark Ingram at running. Boy, back. I was just about to say that. Mark yeah. Ingram at running back. Yeah. You got Hollywood Brown out there at receiver, and don't sleep on Snead <laughs> and those other guys yeah. who have who have been proven to show that they can rise and give you what's needed. Yeah. Not saying that these guys are going to have blazing all-out mm. breakout hundred fifty-yard receiving games, but. As far as making plays, I've been watching this game for a long time. They got guys who can make plays when needed if put in that position. And these are this is another one of those teams that I think is a team of the future, but a little bit ahead of the Giants and the, the Cardinals because of the early success that they're having now. This is one of them dirty teams that Baltimore likes to go out there yes. and, and win and succeed yes. with. Like yes. they could fly under the radar and then somehow they make it to the playoffs and then next thing you know they're in the AFC championship. Like not only that, <laughs> but I think this is a game where Lamar Jackson can learn some things because he's yeah. looking at uh arguably the prototype for for his for his position type. Yeah. He's Agreed. he is the Russell Wilson type quarterback yeah. you know what I mean yeah. the scrambler but also a passer Lamar Jackson has definitely expressed that listen I'm a passer I like to sit back in the court yeah. and as a quarterback and, and a lot of these yeah, he can get it done too he can get it done he can get it done he I mean when you're talking about the motherfuckers out there like Tim Tebow like he can get it done he's he nowhere near that he can get and it done. he's only going to get better so right but that that dude out Seattle He's MVP yeah. caliber right now. Yeah, he's and, a problem. And I, and I think he's rolling uh, like no other right now. So <laughs> yeah, I like, I like, sure. I like uh, Russ. Um, Saints and the Bears, um, another tough game. I like the Saints to get it done just because I don't believe in the Bears' offense at all. Yeah, I, I think know. that I think that even, as hard as their defense plays, as good as their defense is, I think they're – And they're uh, playing in Chicago. Yeah, but I think the offense leaves the defense on the, on the, on the field too much okay. and gets them too tired. Whereas the playmaking ability is not there. A lot of times the defense feeds off of yeah. offensive touchdowns. It feeds off of offensive big plays, and they want to go out there on the hills of the offense and make a – but if we're the only ones making plays, that's going to get redundant. I'm going to get a little bit annoyed that we you going three and out, and mm -hmm. I'm putting my helmet down, and I'm picking it right back up. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening out there in Chicago. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is uh... – I think I think uh, Chicago going to take this one. I think that their defense plays – with a little bit more aggression when they're at home, mm -hmm. I think that the Saints—they're a dominant team at the 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 dome. But when they get on the road, they they show a little bit of that skittish side of them. And right. you know, you got Bridgewater out there still, so it's not like you got Bridgewater out there going against Mack and them. That's that's a tough, uh, a tough sled in Chicago. It's a tough ass. I'm gonna go with Chicago on that one. But but you know, they they are to be. And and, and Kamara's not playing. 
Right. So I'm going to skip over the next game and go to the Monday night game, which is Patriots and the Jets. I definitely got the Patriots in that game. Yeah, that's a Patriots game. I don't think uh, 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 Sam Darnold's... uh, I motion to remove the Patriots from the AFC East, man. They have, like, played themselves out of the AFC East. Remove them or remove somebody and add somebody else. This has got to be some type of, like, law or something at this point. Like, can we get the Jets? Like, what is the AFC East doing? The Jets... The Bills are trying to do something this year, but historically, this AFC East just lays it up for the damn Patriots every they don't, single year. They don't, even, they don't even start playing football until, like, <laughs> December. That's crazy. Every single year, y'all just lay it up for them, man. Get they don't, the even, they don't even get in gear until, like, December, man. Mm, mm, but mm. at any rate, I got the Patriots winning that one uh, easily yeah, over the Jets. Sure. Um, and then the last game of the week. So that we can get into our, uh, we 45 minutes in, but we about to get into we it's about to Dallas get into, week. We about to get into it. This is a special episode. It's Dallas week. It's Saturday <laughs> night. I'm here with Twiz. Uh, we sipping, man. Shout out to Appleton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's it's Eagles versus Cowgirls week, man. And the last game, you already know, is tomorrow night, 8:20, prime time, Sunday night. Eagles Cowboys, NFC East. Mm-hmm. Rivalry of the year. Eagles Cowboys won. Eagles Cowboys won. I'll say. I'll, mm. I'll name this episode. E- I'll name this episode Eagles vs. Cowgirls 1. Mm. Roman numeral 1. Shout out to Rick. Shout out to P. Shout out to Marcus yeah, and Dallas right out now. There. And I told P, I text P yesterday. I said, yo, these Philadelphia sportscasters is blowing my vibe. You got to send me some pics, some videos or something. You got you to get it cracking for me because they are un- underwhelming the game. We did take over the. Uh, I, I saw something on Twitter where we took over the um, the the hotel that the Eagles are staying at. Good. We went out there and Good. showed them all the love. Good. You know, we travel everywhere, so it's gonna be crazy in Dallas yeah, Eagles man. fans. Yeah, and they know what to expect. They know what it is. Yeah, they know what it is. Yeah. But Eagles three and three, Cowboys three and three. This game is for the undecided, undisputed the number undisputed. one in the in the NFC East division. Um, and I like us. I like us. They are on a three-game skid. Amari Cooper just got hurt. He's got a quiet injury. He has a history of injuries out mm-hmm. there. Um, Dak has proven the last three weeks. Um, it was all well and good uh, the first three weeks. When you're beating teams that you're <laughs> supposed to beat, and the key... Let me go see who they play, man. And the key... And I'll, give them cre- and, I'll, and I'll give them credit for this, though. It's not only beating teams you're supposed to beat, but it's beating them how you're supposed to beat them. And I think that's what got everybody drinking the Dallas juice. I always say as an Eagles fan, I'm not the Eagles fan. I'm not looking at Dallas every week and saying and making mention of them on social media or in my conversations or in my sports debates. I'm waiting for this week to let out all that I know, all that I've been on my espionage, looking, peeping. I'm waiting for Dallas uh, Eagles Cowgirls week to, 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 let my stuff off. Right. Because I believe in karma. Right. And I'm not worried about them when we got other players on weeks one through, you know what I'm saying, right. one through six. Right. We got other teams. I'm not worried about Dallas. This week, I'm worried about Dallas. They bullshitting their ass. I don't really like them. I don't really like them this year. Listen. They got Dak. They got, I don't even, I don't even think Dak is an asset as people think that he's an asset. Dak, Dak is weak. All right. Let me, let me just break it down. Like, right. Dak got everything around him to be successful. Mm-hmm. And whenever you eliminate anything from that, then it shows you that he has to become more than what he is. And that's when you see the true Dak. Like, 
For instance, you you see a Carson Wentz, you take a Deshaun out the game, but you still see that he could perform, and then you see that the other players around him need to step up, right. like the wide receivers need to catch the ball. But then when you take an Amari out or you take a, a, a offensive lineman out, you see where now that you got to play a little bit better, and that's where he folds he every folds. single he time. He folds every single and you, time. And that's where it's like you try to compare him to Wentz, is no comparison because of that right there. Dak is never going to be able to put a team on his back ever. He need all the support he could get right. to be able to be whatever you need him to be. But whenever you take any type of weapons away, he's just another mediocre quarterback. Right. And that's what I expect this week. Right. Um they don't uh they run they like to run. They like they they are a true they are a throwback football team. They like to run two mm-hmm. pass. They got Ezekiel Elliott. Um he held out earlier this season to get the money that he wanted. He got it. Um, Zeke's been Zeke this season. He hasn't had any um, superstar Zeke games, yeah. but he's had seller Zeke uh, Zeke games. He's getting twenty to twenty five carries. Uh, he's going over a hundred yards. Um, he gets a, a pass or two here and he there. He kills us. He kills us. He kills us. He kills us. Um, uh, I like our chances in this game uh, strictly off of just um, we're getting two starters back. Uh, that's uh, big. Too. That's that's huge. Jalen Mills. I ain't never missed Jalen Mills so much in my life. In my life. In my life. <laughs> I never missed that Green Mohawk so much in my life. Shout out to Jalen yeah, Mills. The God was back, man. He's back. But um, and it's Halloween season too. Yes. Um, but just like I said earlier, are they shut down cornerbacks? No. Mm-hmm. Are they better than Rasul Douglas and Sidney Jones? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They are our guys. They. They hold it down for us over there on the corners so that Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins is able to do what he does. The linebackers are able to do what they do. We said see you later to Zach Brown. He opened his mouth a little bit too yeah. wide, um, got torched, and, and that, then didn't handle it well. Um, we're going to have to have a discussion at some point about the Eagles and the linebackers too, man. Because yeah. I understand that it might not be as glamorous a position as it used to be. But we we disrespected more than we any going, other team. We've yo. been going a couple years now where we just we act not like caring about. We our act like we yo. can just throw anybody in there and, <laughs> and that still matters. And that's terrible because when you look at our linebackers, I'm looking at what is the attribute that you give me, and it's like I don't know what it is. Like, can you cover? There, nobody's elite at covering. Can you run? Stop. Nobody's leader run stop. So right. it's like, what and we, is it that you do? Right. We found Hicks by accident, I feel like. And then he we got he got I hit with the really, injuries. Yeah. yeah and I didn't really even like getting rid of him because I still felt like when he wasn't hurt, he was always right. a performing linebacker. He can call that defense. He can, you know what I mean? Make he, a play at, at a time to time. To. Exactly. Real so time it's just, you. yeah, we, we need to address the linebacker situation. I, Bradham, I, it might be a little bit beyond his time at this point. And I can't believe in Grugier Hills and, and, and Nate Gary's. Like, we can't do that. We can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> we we, we got to do better at linebacker if we right. got all these people up front. Yeah, so. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, our, our offensive line against their defensive line. Um, do you like that matchup? For sure. I think that our, our offensive line always plays up for Dallas. Like, I think Lane Johnson, he always loves Dallas. It's going to be a little bit tricky because you got the young boy Dillard out Dillard, there playing. Dillard is definitely getting his first NFL He's going to get his first start. But I think that, you know, we drafted him first round for a reason. So, I think he's right. going to be good. Right. You drafted him for these moments. I'm I'm never, at least the first time, like, because I see how it happens with a lot of other teams. And I yeah. think that we need to not 
be so safe sometimes. But yeah. a lot of these other teams are put in positions where they're forced or they just gamble and they put these young players in early. And sometimes it proves really, really, really well. And right. these young players turn into Hall of Famers because of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that Jason Peters is somebody who we definitely, definitely have relied upon for damn near the, the better half of the last decade. The bodyguard, for sure. You know what I'm and, saying? And, it's so, a, and it's a, to me, it's a little bit different than putting him in week one. Like, it's week seven. It's so week seven. he's gotten to the game at different right. points throughout the season because Jason Peters is never going to give you 100% of the snaps. Right. So he's got that feeling of where now it's not like the bright lights is on him and he ain't never been in the game. Like, I, I think that he's going to be ready for this. Um, and... This is a little bit of a tangent, but Dougie set the trap for them earlier in the week when he was talking that shit on the on the radio, and he was talking about how we gonna win. And then Demarcus Lawrence just came out, and he talking about Doug Peterson need to shut his mouth. And now we got the fuel. Now Doug, I I guarantee you, Dougie's talking crazy. Yeah. In the team hotel, like you see this nigga Demarcus Lawrence talking right. about how he wanted right. to shut us up. And so they gonna my, be ready to play tomorrow. That's my only. <laughs> that's my only gripe about. Um, about Doug as a coach mm. is just that he just his arrogant moments kill us sometimes. Like the the like the going for it or the or the going uh uh, uh the going for it on fourth down a couple weeks ago. He did it last week too. The going for two when you should have just take got the, the points, Doug. I understand you Hollywood, yeah, but sometimes man, you gotta like, take them three, man. Them three yeah. be them three matter when it comes to the end of the game. If it's anything that he definitely took from Andy that makes him a little Andy, it's definitely that arrogance of yeah. I'm gonna call the game I wanna call, yeah. win, lose, or draw. But he he definitely stands in the fire amidst it all. He you can definitely say he's a Super Bowl coach to this sure. point, so. For sure. You live with it, but if I could just give a critique about Doug, because I don't want to see Doug go at all. I think Doug is Philly. He's a Philadelphia coach. He's a Philadelphia guy. Yeah. I think he's a long-term Philadelphia guy. Yeah, Doug don't I don't think uh, Doug is one of these guys um, that you judge uh, season to season. I think that he embodies what it is, and that's, I think that's why he won the Super Bowl so early, because he knows what it is to be here. Um, we won the Super Bowl in 2018. We still, we still in the calendar year of 2019. Yeah, and we're still I'm, in the, we're still in the amidst it, uh, 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 all. We're still in the hunt. We're still <laughs> right, very much in the hunt. We're still listen, if, injuries are still a part of this game for other teams, and I feel like that's one thing that we don't have to worry about at this point is we can't, we can't be more injured than we already are. Technically, we can, but we, well, we can't. Like, I don't think we will be. We're listen, injured, crazy. We're the walking wounded. If you, you know if, if, if you are a Doug Peterson hater, I got bad news for you. He's going to be here till at least 2021. Yeah. And that's just the minimum because. And he, I'm not mad at that. And that's what I'm saying. I'm you got to give him. Yeah, he's a, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. My only gripe is his arrogance. I don't think his players yeah, are bad. I just right. think that you choose the wrong times to, to have a. a Agreed. Uh, to grab your balls Agreed. and and to, I, that's that's just me. Especially when you're taking points off the yes, board. If you're yes, giving up three it. and you ain't yes, getting, come yes, on, get yes, them points. Yes, yes, yes. That's matter. all I'm saying. They matter. The play calling, uh, everything else is I'm cool with. I'm good with. Uh, I can tell you who might be at the end of the roof for me is Jim Schwartz. If because I don't, don't sometimes I hate his, his defense. I hate, I hate Jim Schwartz face. <laughs> I hate I hate the fake anger when we get scored on. Like bro, he looked like you. the arrogant boy. Yeah, right, 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 right. You hate the face. He got I the shades on I all the time. I hate how when, when we get scored on and the camera pans over to him, he's in such disbelief. He's like arguing. He wants. I mean, it's like, dog, enough is enough already, man. Like, this like man. it's like you said, stop disrespecting the linebacker position. 
Stop disrespecting the cornerback position. If if it's a league that's going to 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 passing the ball fifty times, if it's the league that's going to dynamic wide yeah. receivers, what you think cornerback got to be? Why you think Jalen Ramsey is is acting the way he's acting? Because he don't want to play no zone. Yeah, coach, main man right there want to run around the field and and catch the rock. I want to guard him. Right. Damn this. I want to lock him damn down. Damn this three four. Damn this 4-3, damn this nickel, damn this dime. Yeah, right. right. I'm trying to follow. Yo, you teach that to them. Because when you got the zones out there, that's when you leave the pockets open to just right. get shredded. Right, And if you're not getting the pass rush up front, then that zone is going to get nothing but shredded. When you look at these Julius Joneses, when you look at these Larry Fitzgeralds, when mm-hmm. you look at these DeAndre Hopkins, when you look at these A.J. Greens, when you look at these Odell Beckhams, whoever, whoever else it may be, when they when they have their best games, they're going off script. Mm-hmm. It gets to be around that second quarter, third quarter. They didn't seen this defensive right. scheme a couple times, right. and now it turns into the quarterback and the wide receiver. If you got a dynamic one playing in the backyard, that's right. It's playing a little catch. Dog, the play, the set play gonna be this. If you see main man go over there, you go over there. We got our little signals or whatever, and I'm gonna find you. You do what you do. And they like the And the cornerback this. wants to if if that's what the receiver's going to do, right. you're going to need a cornerback that's just going to say, "You know what? I'm here." Listen, <laughs> if the if the receiver going to say, "Forget the play," yeah. the cornerback got to say, "Forget the play. Sure. I'm going to guard the person that's forgetting the play sure. and everybody else can stay within the play." Right. And that's what it seems like Jalen Ramsey, all the best corners in the league are begging to do. I see Stephon Gilmore do it all day for the for the for the, for the Patriots. And I I thought that Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas was going to be my next Lito Shepard and Sheldon Brown. Absolutely not. But it's sad to say that they're not it. I, I still hold, you know the crazy thing about Rasul is that I've been telling my man Poons for the longest that Rasul is a safety. Like I feel like he don't have the foot speed. He like to be, six three. He is not going to be a cornerback all his career. At Malcolm all. Jenkins went from cornerback to safety after like two years. Right. Then he need to be at safety he like tomorrow. Needs to be at safety because you know? he got the ball skill and he actually liked the tackle. He just can't keep up with receivers in front of him. He don't have the speed. I think he will be a damn good safety. What though. play did Kirk Cousins call last week? Yo. And yo, the go re- get it. The replays be killing me because it don't even be a route. It just be like, he all right, straight boot one move and just run past you. Like it's like, damn, Rasul just don't got no speed, right? Like, and we, you gotta have foot speed with these wide receivers out here nowadays. And I think that that's why we keep saying that we're get, uh, glad that uh, Jalen Mills, yeah, and uh, and uh, Ronald Darby are coming back, like, um, because Ronald Darby is legit. Today's cornerback He is You know what I'm saying I need him to stay on the field So he can show it Every single week But He is the linchpin for us And Jalen Mills Is the person that should be Our second cornerback And then everything else Will be flowing But we We keep putting out These subpar cornerbacks Listen man uh, I talked to Big Tone Before I came Big Tone told me He's confident in the Eagles He got a 24-20 win And a close win Um, I do think because it's a story rivalry, because it's a, a, a NFC East rivalry, because mm-hmm. it's a, a division game, because it's a three-three, um, a piece, and the winner of this three-three game mm-hmm. gets to be number one. I do think it's going to be a close game. I do think it's going to be a dog fight. Um, so, 
I feel like we're we're going to be able. It's going to be a turnover game. Like I feel like you know when we go down to Dallas, we like to turn the ball over. Or we we don't turn the ball over, but we like to turn Dallas over. Right. And I think that we're going to need a, a maybe a strip fumble from Dak. We're going to need a pick. We we need a couple turnovers just to get the the field flipped because I think that that's when the offense get their mojo going. It, it's funny because you supposed to get the offense going first and then the de- the defense kind of lock it down, but it seems to be with our team always, if the defense gets something going, then right. the offense kind of feed off of that and that get their momentum going. So we need one of them key turnovers. Right. Yeah, man. So I'm um I'm I'm actually gonna go with a twenty four a twenty four twenty one score. I think it I think it wins. I think our game is pretty much like um uh uh the uh, Texans game like that we were talking about earlier. I think that it comes down to who's going to get the ball last. Um, I'm going to go 27-17. 27-17? 27-17. You got a little bit more. Eagles. A, a little bit more. Of course, Eagles. Of course, Eagles. I mean, I knew this was the one game that we were going to agree on tonight. Because I, I, I feel like, again, you know, the, their offensive line is pretty banged up. You got... You got Collins is questionable. You got Zach Martin questionable. You got the center Looney questionable. I mean, they have a lot of dinged up players. And if they offensive line is not right, that's the anchor of their whole offense right there. Okay, so speaking of which, I just went to go look at it right now. And it says, according to sources, the offensive tackles Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins, wide receivers Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb, and cornerback Byron Jones will be available to play okay. Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. So they all coming back. And they, and that's cool. You know, they can all come back. But they still got the injury designations, which means they might not be 100%, which right. means we might still be it's able Eagles to get It's the Eagles-Cowboys. They're not yeah. missing it. That's what I read. And that's where I was I was kind of mad this week that Deshaun wasn't coming back. And that, that lends to tell me that that groin and whatever it is is a little bit more serious than we thought. Than what we might feel because now it's been, what, five weeks now? But it's respectable because he older now. Sure. And, and, and I know how my body feels just yeah. on, the, on, the, on the day to day. You can't play with that groin. You can't. And <laughs> we're, not, we're not in a position where it's um, live or die still. Yeah. Yeah. We th- I mean, we this is for the number one spot. Like, that's where, as a city... And as fans, we got to give our team some bells sometimes because I understand that this is a week-to-week sport. It's not basketball. It's not baseball. It's only 16 of these things versus 82-162. But we still 3-3. Three and three. We are tied for the division lead. We're not nowhere near out of it. Like, let's let's give us some more time to let and, the season play out. And I think you have to. I think in that right, that is definitely different from the other sports. It's not a series sport. It's yeah. not a it's definitely a in the it's a definitely a true in the moment sport. And you right. have to appreciate that about American football is that it's a in the moment sport. Like you don't have the chances the real preparation, right. just for instance, Thursday night games where you got you got guys playing on Sunday and then having a three day turnaround Which is to crazy. go play. Like it's a true, true in the moment. Any given Sunday, anything can shift the outcome of it, and I think that you have to embrace that. And being three and three in this league, being and not only that, but we just talked about um, the Patriots and the AF and and and, and the AFC East. The NFC East is the complete opposite. Yeah. Like where the Patriots have a cakewalk where they're number one. You never know. You know every year it's going to be real. You, you know every <laughs> year. You know every year in the AFC East, the Patriots are going to come out on top. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. When you, the last time they ain't winning the division? Like, come you on. Never, <laughs> you never know 
in our division, even when we have good seasons, you never know. Even when we are having a terrible season and Dallas is having a great season and vice versa, mm-hmm. these two games that we play against the Cowboys are going to be close. Yeah. It's just the nature of this of this Cowboys. That's why we love it so Eagles much. Eagles games, why we love it so much. That's why we're in preparation. That's why we're here sipping this Appleton with the apple cider. We pumped. We ready. They making us wait till 820 tomorrow. To watch That's the one thing that I do hate. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like I'm not a fan of Sunday night football. Me either, man. Because I got to sit around and watch everybody else play, and then I'm kind of football fatigued, and then I got to like re-energize myself. I might got to take a little nap at the end of red zone right, or something. Right. Like I'm be, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, I'm for sure. I'm for sure going to sleep on the four o'clock game. I like I like fourth. I, I like my prime time game to be the four o'clock game. Like I feel like that's prime time football. You know, unless it's a Monday night game. I mean, I've been up for the London game the last couple of weeks. Have you? Nah, I actually. <laughs> your crazy thing is, last weekend I forgot that it was a London game, and I just happened to wake. I'm like, damn, it's football on TV. Right. But yeah, I, even with that, I mean, I'm I'm cool with the, the London games, but I, right. the, the Sunday night games, especially when my team is playing, I feel you. I'd rather them play in the one or the four slot. I want my team to play every Sunday at one. Yeah, because it's just like like you said, like I'm like my excitement is. I want football. I want football. I, my, I want my team to play. I don't want to wait all day. Right. To see and my I've been team telling everybody, play. That's the one thing that I miss about the West Coast is waking up and football being right on. Yeah. Football being right on at 10 a.m. If different. I wake up at like eight nine. Get something to eat real fast. That's a good breakfast. That's a good breakfast. That's oh, good damn. Breakfast. First game's on already. Right. And then when the 8 o'clock game or the 5 o'clock game go off, the you five still got o'clock time game. to get, your, get ready for Monday morning. Like, shout out to the West Coast for the time. Shout out to the man. West Coast for the time difference. That's man. a major That's a major, <laughs> major key right there. Love being right. out there to experience that. All right, man. So what's your prediction for Eagles-Cowboys, man? So I got the Cowboys 17. I got the Eagles 27. I right. think that. Carson Wentz throws for about three touchdowns. I think that we get that crucial turnover or two that's really going to flip the field for us to get us the easier touchdowns. I think that we got to run the ball. I think we got to run the ball, run the ball, and I think that our front line got to get some pressure on Dak Prescott. Yeah. Because if you don't get no pressure on them and you let them be comfortable with them play actions, it's going to be a tough time. I agree. We have, We definitely have to get pressure on Dak Prescott. We definitely, like I said, I was going to uh, uh, allude to in this uh, segment, uh, Eagles Cowboys. We definitely have to run the ball. Jordan Howard is a is a is a is a running back. He just has the body makeup. Mm-hmm. He has the body makeup, and he just has the IQ, the know how to just like I said, get four yards. Four times three is twelve, mm-hmm. and you only need ten yards for a first down. Mm-hmm. I think that first and second down, we need to be playing true. Smash mouth football and just running Jordan Howard, seeing what he does. We got to wear these Dallas guys down. This defense, and I think, excuse me, all their defenses are finesse defenses. I don't think they have smash, I don't think they have big, overpowering defenses. They always have speed guys mm-hmm. that can just get to the hole and fill the hole or get you off the outside. They never have a big, not never, but in recent years. They haven't. They don't. They don't scare you yeah. on the offensive line. They're far removed from the days of Demarcus Ware right, and, and right. you know what I mean. They don't sure. scare you on the DeMarcus line. Demarcus Lawrence is not Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Lawrence is not Demarcus Ware. <laughs> I think that where you where you where you find trouble with Dallas is with those linebackers and this, their speed. 
They got some nice linebackers. But I feel like if you wear them down, mm-hmm. wear them down with the running game, you will find your spots. The play actions, the bootlegs will open up, and you will find your spots where you can beat them, and you make this a game of moving the chains. We don't have Deshaun Jackson to take the top off, right. to run somebody deep, and make everybody just weary right. to where you can either catch them sleeping deep right. or they all guard him deep and everybody underneath is wide open and you're just picking them apart all day. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to make this a game of moving the chains. There has right. to be a concentrated effort on however we can, whenever we can. We got to move these chains, fellas. When you're on the road, you can't. Just go three and outs. You can't. You, you cannot. You got to keep the ball you in your hand. You cannot. You got to keep possession. And I agree. You definitely got to run the ball. And, I mean, I keep going back to the Super Bowl season, but you got to run the ball. Like, when we were winning our games, it was because we were giving the ball to Garrett Blunt. I mean, we were giving the ball we, to Corey Clements. We no, giving... it's not that you hate. You don't hate going back to the Super Bowl season. I mean, this, you hated being a Super You hated being an Eagles <laughs> fan like without a Super Bowl yeah, right, right. and everybody else going exactly. back to their Super yeah, Bowl season. No, bro. that's the barometer that yeah, you judge yourself by. That's the bar by. we set. And we, we have a team that has a similar makeup. We just got to follow a, a similar type of protocol, and it feels like we put a lot on Carson's shoulders, but we have talent at every level that we don't need to do that. Like, we you don't can need give, to. You got like five running backs on the team. Like that's give them the, the nature. But that's the nature, <laughs> and that's one thing I don't like. And maybe that's another conversation for another day. But that's the nature of 2019 NFL and 2019 football is putting so much of yeah. the focus on the cornerback, on the quarterback. Yeah. I have my theories about that. I think that that's a lot more racial than anything. Mm. Um, in a sport that, and I just got finished watching for the first time, and it was on by accident. Uh, Shut up and dribble. Okay, I didn't even see that yet. Me either. Okay, but they were talking about just um how in the seventies, even the casual fan didn't right. like the fact in the NBA that the majority of the teams was turning black. But they had to accept it if you want to watch the best basketball that you want to see. This is the sport, and I, that's why. I, and that's why I said it's another conversation for another day. But just right. a, cer- certain themes that I hate is the running quarterback, is all of the praise that's given to the quarterback when you clearly see the offensive line, mm-hmm. the defense, the defensive line, the running backs, the wide receivers, the mm-hmm. cornerbacks, everybody playing a part, and they put all of that on the quarterback when they win. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, Make it Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and I think that that ties into a lot of these players holding out and complaining about what they get paid. And all. Like I said, that's another conversation yeah. for another day. I can, I can go real deep into that. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the gripes that I have with this mm-hmm. NFL, mm-hmm. with the sport that I love so much. Right. But that I also find um, we talked uh, we talked the Jay-Z stuff and the Kaepernick stuff and all of that stuff earlier. It's just so much yeah. with this sport in 2019 that's making that's making it a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. That I, I really be having to step back sometimes and look. But like I said, it's always a conversation. That's why I have this platform. That's why yeah. I had a podcast. Because nowadays, to talk things the, like those out. The, the conversation is is evolved beyond just the the playing sport, the Abs- field. Absolutely. And that's where you know, like you turn on ESPN and you turn on all these shows, and it's just like they lead with the drama of what's going on in the sport rather than the actual sport itself. And that's to me. I it kills hate me. The story. You know what I'm saying? I hate <laughs> I'm the like, I want story y'all to talk about line. the actual performance. I love when y'all get up there and break down the play, but when you starting off every show about who said what about who Rest I'm in like, peace, Damn. Stu Scott. 
<laughs> Rest in peace to Scott, man. He's not even dead, but where my man Chris Berman? Chris Berman. Cool it on the other side of the pillow. Chris Berman. Chris Berman don't he don't care about like Chris Berman is. That's why they brought that back. Him and Tom Jackson just straight highlights. Come on, man. Give a shit about what Antonio Brown yeah, doing on his care. Instagram. We, the casual fan. <laughs> after the first initial, okay, this is what happened because we understand that it's protocol. If something happens, he's part of your league. He's part of whatever. You got to say it. We're not here for the daily update on it. Once once they started bringing up the tweets and, and like reading me we what cool. they tweet, and I'm like, this is when we on Twitter. Spooky. We can get on Twitter and find it's that. Let us nasty. let us know what the right. game plan like, is I, for Sunday. I, I want to watch ESPN for sports, not for reading tweets. Right, but that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, but the conversation <laughs> to piggyback off of that, the conversation that is uh, that is going on now is that's why we had a full 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 podcast. That's yeah. why we here to talk our shit and to do our thing. Absolutely. Um, Shout out to Twiz, man. I appreciate Twiz for coming on the show today, man. No um, doubt, man. Extending his hospitality to me, you know what I mean? For this I got four, the four, Appleton four out here for him. He got the Appleton. He got the Lynn Villa Orchard. He's an uh, honorary Jamaican Wagwan. Yeah, Wagwan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wagwan. I've definitely been down that road. You know? You know what I mean? I got, I got my stripes years ago. That's, of course. That's absolutely of another course. conversation for another day. Welcome but. back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this Uptown Talk, Yo, please how, like, follow, and subscribe, but go ahead, too. I'm listening. Real quick, man. How do you feel about these the anonymous sources coming out here, talking all this locker room, you know, I wish Carson do this and that? How do you feel about you that You know how I feel up? about it. I hate it. I feel like um, if it ain't directed at me, I just don't respect it. And I think that Carson should take it the same way. I feel like it's a 53-man roster. You in that locker room with 53 people. I know that you don't have the chance to be on the same level. With 53 grown men as right. you are with some. I know that your goal is to win. And I know that if you have a gripe, I tell this to my son all the time. If it's a gripe that you have with another man, there is a way, there is a protocol that you go about expressing that gripe. It may be a handshake. It may be a pull to the side. Yeah. It may even be, Carson, You want, come out and have a drink with me one night, man. Let's have a little talk. Right. It's never... um. With a microphone in your face with outsiders who don't wear midnight green. The anonymous quote is the most sucker shit ever, yo. Sucker shit. I hate it the most. I hate it. Because I feel like if I'm Carson, I'm standing on the table in the locker room and like, yo, if you got something to say, it's absolutely. you know where my locker room At is. this juncture. Come talk to me. So when you're going outside of that atmosphere and you're going to the Josina Andersons and all that. And you're That's terrible. Yeah, you got, you got, you got other ulterior motives anyway. I'm if like, you're doing stuff like that, I hate that so much, man. And that's why I, I don't. I'm like, I hope that it's not real because it's like, if it is real, then it's just like you got yeah. some suckers on the team, and that's already a problem. That's already a problem, man. Right. Eagles, Cowgirls, eight twenty p.m. tomorrow night, October the twentieth, man. Cowboys week. Cowboys week. Yeah. Like, subscribe, follow. Comment, put all your comments, put your predictions, whatever you uh, whatever you feel about the game. It's a big week for Philadelphia sports fans. Twiz, I appreciate you for coming through. This well, fun, I appreciate man. you for uh, extending your hospitality for me. Absolutely. Let me come through. Now, I came through to the faux faux faux. Yeah, I'm you know what I'm appreciative saying? of this. It's my first time on a podcast. Yeah, I like this first shit. time definitely won't be the last. Um, definitely stay tuned. Uh, Monday we're gonna be uh recording our um NBA preview episode. Twiz, real fast. Uh. Any any standouts? I already know. Um, I already know how you feel about Brian. Um, I already know how you feel about. 
All right, Twiz is a Mavs, a Mavs fan for all, all so, those that don't know. I actually, you know, the crazy thing is, I uh, so the other day on Twitter, I, I relinquished. He renounced it. He I, renounced I relinquished it. my Mavs fan for life membership. Shout out to Dirk Nowitzki. He retired after 19 seasons okay. in the league. Okay. That was really my, my core of me being a fan of the Dallas Mavericks, even though I still like what they're doing. Shout out to right. Luka. Let you me put it saying? out there. Twiz is a dual fan. He's not one yeah. of those. He don't talk. He likes the Sixers too. Like he's rooting for. Like if the Mavs and the Sixers ever played, it's always Sixers yeah, number yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Don't get, ever get confused. But yeah, but I was, might have a softer spot in my heart for <laughs> dual fans. I don't mind if you have another team that you root for. And I, and, I, I, I'm be, and and I, and the real reason why I became a Mavs fan it was the real Phileas of all because they got rid of AI and I ain't like that shit. Right, and, you know right, when they got right, rid of AI, that right. shit made me. <laughs> and they traded him for Andre Miller. <laughs> I had to I had to seek other other teams. Right. And, and Dallas happened to be the team in the moment right. for me. So. Right. But Twiz has never not been a Sixers fan. They just got mad on him, so he went and got a little side job. One for time. Sure. So, but I relinquish I relinquished that because we all the way back, baby. You know I mean he relinquished it. He relinquished his side joint, you know what I'm saying? But he, now he's back fully with the Sixers. We he's back. not cheating on us anymore. But no, Twiz has always been a Sixers fan. He can talk any any Sixers to you. He knows all the players. He knows all the games, all the schemes, all the schemes, all of that. You know what I mean? So uh just your thoughts. Uh any any I know I know how you feel about Brian. Yeah. I know you're a Sixers fan. For sure. But um we back at we in it's basketball. A, it's 2019, 2020, the league NBA Jam season. NBA Jam season. NBA Jam season. Dynamic duos is out here. Um, hot takes on the basketball thought, season. Just your quick, just your quick hot takes on basketball. Let me see. So I definitely got the Sixers coming out of the East. Mm -hmm. I got the Clippers coming out of the West. Mm -hmm. Hot take. I don't think Brooklyn will make the playoffs, even though they mm -hmm. got Kyrie. Hot take, I don't think Golden State will make the playoffs even though they got oh, whoa, those whoa, whoa, folks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I'm not a Golden State fan, but I am a Steph Curry fan, man. And I, I think this is an MVP season for Steph Curry. Man. I think I listen, I like I I just I, look at the beyond Steph, beyond Draymond and beyond D'Angelo. It's Memphis Bleak over there. <laughs> it's Memphis Bleak. <laughs> I bleak. can't name you. It's real Bleak. I can't it's name you bleak. three or four more niggas on that team. Beyond them three. So, that's, so we can put a lot of stock in yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I don't know about them other guys in San Francisco now. I don't know. And they playing in the first year in San Francisco. And I don't like that, by the way, that now that they, they, yeah. they went to the San Francisco, now they want to pump up the city. No, y'all right. still go to the state. Right, y'all still Cause go to the state. Because when y'all was in Oakland, y'all wasn't Oakland. putting Oakland Definitely. on the Shout court. Shout out Oakland, man. So don't give me San Fran on the court. Y'all still go to the state. Y'all represent the whole Bay Area right. out That's there. That's my second home. Y'all already know, man. Shout um, out Oakland. So, yeah. And I think that outside of the Sixers in the East, I mean, I, of course, the Bucks is going to be formidable. Um, I think you got to watch out for Denver. I don't know what to expect out of Michael Porter Jr., but you can't sleep on that. Right. I think the Mavs is going to come back strong. I mean, they got Luca and the, the Luca unicorn. and KP show is going to be something Luka different. Luca and the Unicorn, man. So it's going to be a fun season in the NBA, man. I, it it's is. it's crazy because I can't remember. I've been watching basketball a long time. I cannot remember any other season where the NBA preseason already feel like we watching season games like. Right. That wasn't the norm when back. It's I, like they're they're it's like they're as excited uh, 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 with these new yeah. moves 
as we are. And and I and, and I love that because like for real, for real, basketball to me, I would always tell everybody basketball season don't start until Christmas Day. Right. But now and I feel like with the popularity of basketball really just going up and up, like you got the preseason being covered like it's already mid season. They finally justify <laughs> releasing two K in September. Huh? Yeah, it's crazy. Remember like, when we was young boys, the basketball game ain't come out to like November. Right. You know, like because it's football season. Like I'm playing Madden, but now right. Madden don't Madden be taking the back seat after like a, a month. Right. It's like, all right, 2K out. So, right. I was, big shout-outs to the NBA for the popularity overall for, right. for being where it is right now, man. Zion. Woo! Zion with the knees. I don't – I mean, that's just coming out of nowhere for me. They're talking about him missing weeks on weeks. That, you know, and you it's got, crazy that's something to watch right there. I was on the podcast with my guy, Chris, and, we, and I was talking to him, and at that point, I was feeling like, I don't think Zion is going to be a crazy, crazy megastar, superstar. Yeah. But I think he's going to be a good, very good NBA player. Mm. Fast forward, I've seen it a couple weeks. Seen him play in the uh, fast forward a couple weeks. I've seen him play in the preseason, and I'm like, man, mm. he's wowing me. Was on the podcast with the councilman the last week. And said, you know what? I got to eat my words. I think Zion might be a little better than what I thought. Yeah, he was turning up in the preseason. Fast forward this week <laughs> and seeing the weight. Because a lot of the, a lot of what me and uh, uh, Zeke talked about last week. Um, and tune into that episode two in Zion We Trust. That was episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, no, that was episode seven. Um, a lot of what we were talking about was Zion's weight and just his body type and his makeup. We, we talked a lot of the plus. Yeah. We, we talked a lot of the plus size. We talked a lot. A lot of times when you see that weight and when you see somebody taking up that much space yeah. in a basketball game, it's right. on the post. Okay. But this guy can move with it. Yeah. He's moving with 280. So he's when he when he's coming off a curl, cutting to the basket, that's 280 going to the basket, it's like moving a, it's like to a the basket. Up grandmama. What? <laughs> so now that I'm seeing the reports that he's gonna miss weeks. Yeah. Because of this weight, it's like now I'm back to yeah. Well, maybe it's what I originally thought because it's it's just a lot of factors. So Zion is definitely somebody to look at, somebody to watch, somebody to monitor. I think his upside is ridiculous. I don't think it's any one player in the league um, outside of Russell Westbrook that plays as hard every play as this kid does. Mm. And then when you add that. To a 6'6", 280 frame with a basketball IQ and a guy who knows how to move around the basket and is a little mobile, that's dangerous. That's very, 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 very dangerous. But um, without control and discipline... We don't know, so I'm. I, that's that's Zion is somebody who I I keep my eyes peeled on. Somebody who I really just look at. Like the knees is always scary to me when you got that much weight, and now you you talking about both knees. Like when you when you hurt yourself in college with the blow up sneaker, there was one knee. Right. This all season when he was in the summer league, it was the other knee. Right. Now it's coming back to a knee. Like it's consistently being the knees, and you got all that weight, and it's just like that don't get better with you being that big once you come back. So he either gotta. Start to slim it down a little bit, or we need to figure out some bionic knees for him because <laughs> you you too young to already right. be having a knee. You only stayed at Duke for a year. You see what I'm saying? Dollar like, man with the bionic <laughs> knee, dog. You, you, you ain't messing your ankle up or your foot up. We talking about your knees, and that's what you pogo stick off of. So, all right. So real quick, uh, MVP. Uh, MVP of the league. Do I gotta be? I mean, are we talking bias, JoJo. 
<laughs> but I mean, MVP of the league. I can see Steph being MVP of the league. I can see the Beard being MVP for sure. Um, damn, it's a lot. You mean you got the Greek freak? You got Giannis on Brian? here. Damn, you can't. How I almost forget Brian out my damn. I mean, Bri- listen, I'm a Brian. Brian stacks his teams to in a way I'm where torn, I think I'm that torn. people take him away from the MVP conversation. I'm torn on Brian because Brian is my man, but Brian got a Laker jersey on, so right. and that, nobody ever likes that. That kills me. Right, but of course he could always be an MVP. I just think they'd be getting bored with giving Brian MVPs because he got like six of them already. Rookie of um, the year. Rookie of the year. I'm gonna say Morant. I think he gonna get the most. He gonna get the most like opportunity okay. because his team is like weak. You know what I'm saying? So he and his game is. Who like, just told? Um, who was I just with today when yeah. I was? Uh, my barber, Chris mm-hmm. Thorne. Mm. He said the same exact thing. Yeah. Like almost verbatim of what you said. Because like, nobody's paying attention. Like everybody, of course, pays attention to Zion. Zion right. But if you've been paying attention to him in Memphis, he been getting this shit off too, and he been and getting he's more comfortable. Have that ball in his hand. You see what I'm saying? So he gonna be in a position like how Luca and how what's the name and Trey was in Atlanta, where you ball dominant so you control in the game. Right. Zion is not ball dominant, but he still can affect the game. But I'ma still get an edge to Morant. And then uh, first team All NBA. Last question. First team All NBA. I'm gonna go JoJo. I'm gonna go JoJo LeBron. JoJo at the center. LeBron at one four. Greek Freak at the second four. Mm-hmm. Um, Beard and stuff. And there you have it, man. Um, we'll be back Monday with the NBA preview episode. Twiz just gave his gave us his NBA pre- uh, a little bit of NBA preview. Um, like I said, thanks for coming. Like, follow, yeah, subscribe. Man. Uptown Tone signing off. 444 Podcast. Appreciate y'all, man. We'll be back next week.